this is Lady Tiffany Ma and this is These Walls Within. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. Honey. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. I always start off with that. Let me tell y'all something. I don't know what it is. But something ain't right in the water. Some ain't right. Some is word. Let's talk about this. What the hell there was a earthquake in Georgia on Friday? Was it Friday or Saturday? Saturday. If you a Christian, this is not funny. Okay. If you know about the books of end of times, regardless if you're a Christian, a Muslim, or a Jew, everybody has texts about the end of time. Now I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. This is not the first earthquake in Georgia at all. Matter of fact, that was one that happened 20 years ago. I remember this because I was in sixth grade. And everybody said they felt the earthquake. And I remember my mom saying that she felt the earthquake. It was like a little two-point earthquake. Happened. Crazy enough for me, I never experienced these earthquakes. This earthquake happened at 4.05 a.m., six miles from Metter or Meter, Georgia. Notice in Georgia, so probably meter. I, I was trying to figure out which one sound better in the country accent. Mater. Um, what it spells matter. I don't know. It is what it is. Um, matter Georgia. It was a 3.9. Six miles away from Metter, Georgia. What in the Jesus is coming back going on here? <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing to keep from crying, okay? <laughs> because um, everybody need to get their soul right with something. Whether it's with God, Allah, or Yahweh. Y'all need to get it together. <laughs> um, and like I said, this is not the first earthquake here in Georgia. There has been some, and, and, and there has been some in between the 20-year period of 2002 and 2022 um, as well. So don't feel some kind of way. This has happened before, but 3.9 is pretty big. That's technically a four-point earthquake. If y'all know how to round your numbers, that's a technical four-point earthquake. Um, so it wasn't as damaging, it wasn't as bad. Um, but I do hope everybody is safe. Um, this is an earthquake that's probably it shakes enough, it could shake something off of a countertop, um, a dresser. Whatever have you, just hope that nobody got hit on the head with anything. 
because something failed, something moved. Because I remember my mom was saying when she felt the earthquake in 20 years ago, it was like a two-pointer. And um, it opened her door. And she was like, what in the poltergeist going on here? Who brought the ghost in? So, um, I don't think... It was a three earthquake. Hold on now. Hold on. You kidding me? There was three earthquakes this weekend. In Georgia. Oh, Lord, the demons are coming out. Jesus! Ooh, that's what y'all do. Y'all be lying and scamming folks in Georgia. All right, so this is from WYFF4.com. It says, three earthquakes reported in Georgia in one week. It said the quake happened just after 4 a.m. Saturday. Okay? It says, another earthquake was reported in Georgia. The latest one make it three quakes in one week. The latest earthquake happened just before 4 a.m. Sunday, according to the USGS. Video above is about Saturday's quake. It was a 2.08 magnitude and it hit near Grovetown, Georgia. A 3.9 magnitude quake was reported at 4.05 a.m. Saturday, about four miles ESE of Stillmore. I'm guessing that's east. East-southeast. South Carolina Emergency Management reported the earthquake due to its magnitude and proximity to South Carolina. Another earthquake happened Friday morning in Harlem, Georgia. It was 2.2 magnitude. And all these earthquakes just so happen to be happening on Juneteenth weekend. Or is it the rise of the ancestors? Shaking the ground. Y'all know my people know how to shake the ground. I hope y'all had a nice Juneteenth weekend. Um, I had a nice one. I got to go to the drive-in movie theater for the first time at 32 years old. <laughs> I didn't mean to go, and it's crazy because when I had my own car, I wanted to go to, to the theater by myself. But for some reason, I never got around to it or forgot about it or never went to it or their movies, they weren't really doing movies or anything like that. We went to go see Jurassic World. And, oops, it was nice that they got the whole game back together, but I wish it was a little bit more ep epic. One, two, um, I missed the whole film in between Jurassic World, the first one with Dallas, um, Bryce Howard, and um Chris Pratt I for, I missed the second one which is called Fallen Kingdom I missed that I didn't get to see that one I don't know the whole story about the little girl but long story short I found out the little girl was made in the, the lab so now she's a teenager she was made in the lab it would be nice if they had her turn into like a whole reptar or something or she had like dinosaur features like don't say she was created in the lab 
And then that's just that. There's nothing special about her. She she doesn't camouflage herself when she's hiding from her predators. Um, it would be cool if they gave her some cool kind of uh, dinosaur powers. If she's going, to, if you're going to be creating a lab, have some form of cool dinosaur powers. I felt like they could have did something with her. Um, they didn't do nothing with her. They just said that her mama was able to procreate without a man. Now, this would be epic for women. I thought that was a cool storyline. Because right now, I really would, wouldn't mind just having a baby by myself. I don't have the finances, though. That's the other reason why I don't have any kids. is because of the financial situation. But other than that, like... Having a kid by yourself and for a woman to be able to figure out the scientific way to have a baby by yourself and not have to deal with nobody else, that is a huge scientific discovery. And then that's also on the Evil Genius Press uh, cuss for me. I said, I don't know why I said press, but cuss because it's like, you know, women have needs too. Don't, don't get it twisted. But it's like when you have a baby with yourself, that is genius, but it's borderline evil genius. Does that make sense? Granted, some of y'all are having babies and that having babies in natural way, and y'all are being evil with this whole child support bullshit. But that's neither here nor there with me. I will call you out. I don't mind calling people out on being bullshitters when it comes to child support, and you swear up and down. Uh, that's gonna keep him. No, honey, no. And your kids gonna grow up hating you because you did that. Okay. Okay. So, like, y'all on some B-U-L-L with that. But it was okay. But would I be able to live in the world with dinosaurs? Um, no. I mean, a dinosaur, all they see is a piece of chicken when I'm walking around. All I see is breast, legs, and thighs. <laughs> and from a dinosaur standpoint, from my height to the dinosaur, I look like a piece of chicken with red hair. <laughs> no. dinosaurs but the carnivore dinosaurs I could not live with which is funny because I know you vegans will say well you live with people who eat meat that's human that's carnivores long as they don't eat people oh, and I feel some kind of way about people eating cats and dogs too that's what I'm saying we talk about this food shortage and I really feel bad for some of these dogs out here because when push comes to shove y'all gonna get eaten some people are that heartless to where they will eat their dog. 
Like, well, you know what? We ain't got no chicken. We ain't got no goat. We ain't got no oxtail. We ain't got no, uh, we ain't got no, uh, beef, no cows. We ain't got no pork. Come on, Fluffy. Go ahead. Go ahead and jump in the pot. I may be joking, but for some people, that is what's coming down the pipeline. Well, you have to choose between your stomach and your own best friend. That's awful because I got close to my cousin's puppy. And I was like, I feel bad for animals, especially if we have a shortage of meat. Like some people are heartless and will cook. I mean, that was going on in uh, Jurassic World. They were eating dinosaurs. Like, y'all eat anything. You just can't be sitting up there eating anything. And plus, these dinosaurs were created in a lab. Why would you eat something that's not organic? That doesn't, I mean, it's just gross. I mean, if it don't come out the ground and low-key, we're not supposed to be eating things that reproduce. If we want to get real on what we do, Hell, y'all be sitting up there eating straight up uh, shit tracks out of uh, chicken with the cows. That's what chitlins are. They're intestines. And they have to clean it. And one of the things they have to clean out of their intestines is shit. They eat shrimp. Shrimp are scavengers. They eat shit. So technically, a lot of us eat shit. But, like I said, it's another argument on another day. But they were sitting there eating dinosaur made, like, that a lab created dinosaur thing. I'm not going to tell you the whole movie, but it was okay. But it was the experience of the drive-in movie theater. I prefer the drive-in. Just as long as nothing weird happened. I kept having this weird-ass fear that there was going to be this dinosaur that comes behind the screen. I don't know why. Don't ask me. This is my imagination. But that would have been a cute promo to have an animatronic di uh, dinosaur behind the screen. Just to give a little, ah! I'm just saying, you know, uh, or am I looking in the future too hard? They say this is the last one. I don't know. Some millennial Z or might feel nostalgic and want to make another one. So, yeah, it was nice to have the whole game back. It was, it was nice. But it makes you, and, and, and yes, I'm going to be honest with you, I do think there's somebody who's digging up dinosaur bones trying to bring them back. Like I said, you know, it's, it's on the cusp, like like the, the lady who's able to procreate by herself, that's some form of insanity a little bit in that. Because like I said, women do have needs. So... But you do have women who be like, well, if I didn't need, uh, you know, they only see men as sperm donors. And she cut that equation out. It was like, well, I'm going to make myself an asexual individual. And that's come some kind of, but I was like, that would be nice. And I'm just kind of honest with you. A lot of kids probably happening. For women, you know, for women who genuinely want kids, not because they want a man, they just want kids. And that's kind of me. 
I just don't like the responsibility some of you guys have out for women. Y'all have these weird delusional ideas about what a wife is and your mom was a fucking prostitute. I'm just saying. But I was thinking that, you know, for some women, if they had that option, they would take that option to have a baby by themselves. But then that's kind of like, like I said, it's borderline genius insanity. Uh, what else I want to talk about? I want to talk about this that happened. First and foremost, I want to talk about a few things that happened. I want to talk about the negative one, and then I want to talk about the positive one. I'm mad I didn't say the positive one. Um. So, apparently, the baby did a concert over the weekend for Juneteenth. And fans are not impressed. Okay? So, this is what a fan had to say. She said, the baby sat there touching on himself in the crowd like a Chippendale. So far away from the stage, over about the little $45 seats and shit. No shade. I was looking at a random native for like six minutes. Y'all cause he was in seats with them. And I had front row. He sat there the whole performance. The whole other side of the building left, bruh. I watched the six-year-old baby who had a poster for him longer than I got to see him. I lost my voice booing after I realized how much money I wasted. Says the baby and friends concert update. If you missed it, you were one of the lucky ones. That's not good. If it wasn't for Boosie and Flaw J, who Flaw J? I would have bawled. I would have bailed. They said bawled. I think they meant bail. The whole concert up and threw it in a trash can. The baby was weak as fuck. Money bad, no, show, ain't come, and the local rappers were all babysitting on stage for Father's Day. <laughs> Not y'all got the dads babysitting on Father's Day. I thought Father's Day is for the dads to uh, enjoy themselves. Y'all confused about what Father's Day is. Um, I should have just stayed home and watched Baddie South in peace. Laugh out loud, I'm still outside though. Also, upon reviewing the tapes again, I came to the conclusion that when they said the baby and friends, it was us. We were the friends. <laughs> and some of y'all sound great individually in y'all cars, but um, the little choir session we did for them, 10 to 43 songs, it was given very much First Tabernacle Baptist Sunday School. It was not given one band, one sound. Y'all was cute, though. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I tell you about these microwavable artists. <laughs> oh, my God. This... <clears throat> I tell y'all about these little microwavable artists. They microwavable, okay? I'm gonna be honest with you though. I'm shocked this is from the baby because I do feel like the baby is a popping lyricist. Um, I don't like his ass, but I do know talent when I see it. 
And it's weird to me that he put on a bad show for him to be as talented as he is. I don't know if he was off that day. Maybe he had all his cheering, which I think he only got like three. He ain't got that many kids. Um, I don't know what was going on. I don't know what happened or what's going on. So that's what happened when y'all like microwavable ass artists. The next story, this is another one that is kind of weird. <sighs> Says North Korea is battling outbreak of unknown intestinal disease. Um, this is from BallerAlert.com. It's blogged by Aaron Boogie. It said, North Korea is now battling outbreak of intestinal disease amid a surge in COVID-19 infections and chronic food shortage, according to state media. Medical crews and epidemiological investigators have been seen to sent to a province in a notorious isolated country. So far, about 800 families have been treated for what is being referred to as an acute enteric epidemic in South Wonghe province. North Korea officials are speculating it could be possible typhoid or the cholera. We ain't seen typhoid or cholera in centuries. Um, state news agency KCNA reported that 19,310 new fever cases on Sunday still has not indicated how many people included in a figure tested positive for COVID-19. The country has seen more than 4.6 million people with fever symptoms since acknowledging a coronavirus outbreak last month. The outlet also detailed the steps North Korea is taking to mitigate the spread of the disease. Efforts include quarantine, screening of residents, and special treatment and monitoring of the most vulnerable population. A nation, a national rapid diagnostic diagnosis and treatment team is working with local health officials to keep farming in the central agricultural region on track. Mm. According to CNN, they are also working to disinfect sewages and other ways to ensure the safety of drinking and household water. We can go all in on North Korea, um, but I just got to make sure I don't go over the... We can go all in on North Korea on any sunny day, Okay. Because you're talking about a chronic food shortage. But let's talk about the fact that the people there allegedly are already starving. I said allegedly, okay? So y'all pray for some of the good people over there in North Korea. Y'all pray for the good people over there. Um, They're going through it. Granted, they were already going through it before this. Alright, so y'all know I announced, um, I didn't, I, I announced, well, Versus announced, and then I told you guys on my live that Amorian, my baby day number one, and baby name number two, Amorian, not baby day number one, we still beefing, um, baby day number one and two, Mario and Amorian are going To have a versus on the 23rd. Okay, it was announced by Versus, and then it was announced by Morion and Mario that they're going to be doing a versus. 
Then, but they would also have bonus versus matchups, which is Ray J versus Bobby Valentino and Pleasure P versus Sammy. Well, since then, this is a hot ticket and people are, it's already sold out. So they decided to come to the East Coast, which is not Atlanta. They didn't come to Atlanta. I mean, I suggest y'all come to Atlanta. Do me a favor, please, sir. They're going to be coming to Washington, D.C. on July the 29th, 2022 at the MGM National Harbor. Um, Amorian, Mario, and Pleasure P will be doing a show there. It says Femit Ford and it's Serenade featuring Amorian, Mario, and Pleasure P. I smell a tour. I smell a tour. I smell a tour. Yes. I smell a tour. You might well go ahead and hit the whole East Coast. I'm suggesting. I'm, I mean, I know, you know, Chris Brown's going to be on tour. Um, and August but since we're putting that energy out there I think y'all might as well go ahead and just start a tour office anyway and the reason they said that is because people on the east coast want to see them as well so you know I ain't going to Washington D.C. because I think I got uh, a few people I'm beefing with over there I'm just going to stay out the DMV area so I know what to do uh, over there. I don't know. I might magically go. I don't know. We don't know what happened. We still have a whole month before it happened. So I might be able to go anyway. I'm just saying. But it's nice that they suggest us. But it's also, it would be nice if they did it in Atlanta. <laughs> um, but yeah. I smell a tour. I genuinely smell a tour right now. With that being said, um, that concludes some of the things that have been happening that's been going on recently today. Um, not well, recently today and over the weekend on Juneteenth. Um, I would like to announce that I will be doing a podcast interview with several black, uh, well, it's probably majority male technicians because all I know is male technicians, but majority black male technicians. Um, in the metro Atlanta, Atlanta area. I will be doing that in August and um, I have already contacted two. I need to contact a few more just to complete my week because I just want to, you know, bring some awareness to some very talented nail techs in the metro Atlanta area. Um, with that also being said, today's podcast, we are going to be talking about, this whole week, we're going to be talking about Wendy Williams. We're going to be talking about her beginnings and her radio beginnings and how she started and then still we're going to be talking about that and we're going to be talking about other situations and then we're going to be talking about rumors and then we're going to go on and talk about some other things. That's going on. We're going to be talking about 
Wendy Williams for today. Um, so she's been in the news lately, and I'm gonna give my little two cent about what happened. The reason I'm talking about her is I felt like they gave her an, the wrong kind of outro. But then again, is it kind of karma? And the reason I say isn't it kind of karma is because she did Aaliyah's biopic. Um, or y'all call it a biopic. I don't like saying biopic. I like calling it a biopic. She did a biographical movie for Aaliyah. And she did not talk to Aaliyah's family. She didn't get them involved. Um, any of Aaliyah's close friends. And there was this weird thing that Missy Elliott was this skinny, multiracial, light-skinned woman. And Timberland was this tall and skinny, light-skinned dude. And it seemed like they did a paper bag test on the set. And I'm not saying that she deserved what happened. She does not deserve what happened. But everybody has said, I feel like this is a curse of Aaliyah because... She did Aaliyah's movie, and it was more of a um, gossip movie than it was directly from Aaliyah herself. And Alexander Ship also has been cursed from this as well. Um, they couldn't even do Aaliyah's music because they had no permission to do anything with her music. So it's kind of crazy that after Wendy Williams did that to Aaliyah, it seemed like she went downhill from there. So today we're going to talk about Wendy Williams. We're going to talk about her rise, where she's from, who her people be, um, how she got her start. And then we're going to talk about that. And then throughout the week, we're going to slowly, progressively talk about her TV show, and things she did before that. I have been following Wendy Williams' career ever since the early 2000s. Her career started before the early 2000s, but she became very, she plateaued in, in the um, early 2000s. She became big in the early 2000s. I mean, people know Wendy Williams is messy, honey. So with that being said, today's topic is going to be about Wendy Williams. I was just looking at Bigo recently. Um, and you don't tell me, like, Bigo does not have a pimps and hoe vibe going on over there. Like, I mean, it's just gonna be pimps and hoes over there. That's just, that's just what it is. That's just how it is. I mean, and, and they ain't no cute hoes either. I mean, well, there's some cute girls on there. But it's like... It just has a whole pimps and hoes vibe involving the LGBTQ community as well. And it's kind of like, girl, you tell me a year after I have not been on here, y'all still tripping like this? That was just something I was noticing. Okay, so y'all know today we're going to be talking about Wendy Williams. I want you guys to sit back. Relax, y'all need to get y'all something cold, but it is freezing in here right now. Um, the reason I say it's free, it's freezing in here right now to me because, you know, the AC is on. It just seemed like I have not been able to get warm since last night. It was cold last night. 
I, my mom was shocked because like some people they had blankets. It was warm. It was cold last night. It was a nice sixty something degrees last night. Um, and then I came. We came home. The house was cold, so I didn't get warm at all last night. I don't feel like turning on the heat, but I don't mind turning on the heat. But because it's actually hot outside, and I'm gonna tell you this: looking at the forecast, it's going to hit a hundred degrees on Wednesday, honey. So I want you guys to sit back. I want you guys to relax. I want you to give you get you some drinks and some snacks. We are going to talk about Wendy Williams' girl. So today, we're going to talk about her beginnings. Um, we're going to talk about her beginnings, how she started, where she's from. All that, all that. Or should we start about her ending? Well, let's talk about her ending first, and then I want to give you her beginnings tomorrow and the next day. So let's do it with that. Okay. This article comes from Variety.com and it says the Wendy Williams show to air final episode this week, which was last week. Um, her last episode was last Friday. After 13 seasons, the Wendy Williams show will officially come to an end this Friday. Variety has learned exclusively. The daytime talk show has been airing all season without its host, Wendy Williams, who will not be present for the final episode, which will include a video montage celebrating her groundbreaking television run. The final original, ain't that weird though? Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> Isn't it weird for somebody um, it's weird for someone to not be at their own season finale. And I think they had planned on doing a season finale. They had planned doing a finale, um, her her series finale, her final episode. They had they I think they did have plans, but they wanted her to do it with Sherry Shepard. And Wendy ain't ain't really dealing with Sherry. She don't really like Sherry. Um, because let's be honest, they kinda hijacked this show from her. So it's kinda weird to one still call it the Wendy Williams show. But two, to do a finale without Wendy Williams herself. That's just weird. But once again, I already told y'all. Y'all know how she did Aaliyah. Okay, let's continue. It says the first original episode of Wendy Williams will air on Friday, June 17th. Uh, the final, I'm sorry. The final original episode of Wendy Williams show will air Friday, June the 17th. With a video tribute to the iconic host. The series come to an end after 13 successful years in syndication, a spokesperson for the show says in a statement to Variety. William has been absent from her show all throughout the 2021 and 2022 season due to health-related issues. William suffers from Gray's disease and an autoimmune disorder. Without, well, a Gray disease is an autoimmune disorder. 
Without Williams in her purple chair, the show has been airing with a slew of guest hosts and a panelist, including Sherry Shepard, who's hosting this final week and the final episode. This fall, Shepard will be launching her own national syndicated talk show titled Sherry, which will take over the time slot currently occupied by Wendy Williams' show on the Fox-owned and operated station. The Wendy Williams show is one of the biggest hits in talk show history. Hailing from Deb Mar and Mercury, the show began as a summer test run in 2008 before launching into national syndication in 2019. 2009. Girl! 2009. I'm sorry. The daytime talker was built around Williams, who at the time the show premiered was a popular New York radio DJ known for her no-holds-barred celebrity interviews and unfiltered take on pop culture. After conquering radio with her gift for gab, Williams then redefined the daytime television space and became known as the queen of gossip who hemmed her signature solo, Hot Topics, segment for more than 20 minutes with no commercial breaks every single day on live national television. Over the past few years, Williams has taken various health-related hiatuses from her show and have been vocal with her views about suffering complications from both gray disease and lymphedema. And night in, oh girl, in 2019, she fainted and got right back up during a Halloween episode. And in 2019, she revealed during an emotional monologue that she had been living in a sober house. Shortly after she filed for her for divorce. From her husband, Kevin Hunter, who had been, been her longtime manager and producer on her show, publicly addressing tabloids rumors about their relationship with her audience. We'll be talking about that as well. Williams' absence this season has remained somewhat of a mystery to her devoted fans. I don't think it's a mystery, but okay. In March of this year, she was placed under a financial guardianship and claimed misconduct by Wells Fargo. Wendy want the world to know that she strenuously denies in all allegations about her mental health and well-being. Read a statement at the, at the time from her attorney publicist and publicist. William has spoken about her legal woes both through a new Instagram account and also in various media interviews recently telling Good Morning America that she want her money back and also discussing her financial state, state for rapper Fat Joe stating she only has $2 to her name during an Instagram live conversation last month. That's so typical of the entertainment industry to use you up until they can't use you no more. And then they sit up there and they will nick you dry of the money that you earned them. She can't even use her own Instagram account. She has an Instagram account. It's, it's, it's Wendy Williams show Instagram. But they use it to post the other host on there, and Wendy Williams had a right over that account. So she had to create a whole nother Instagram account. And on top of that, she made these networks all that money, and she can't even get near it. Let's continue. Williams has said in various interviews recently that she planned to return her show, despite her show not returning on the fall schedule. Speaking in Variety last month, the co-president of Deadmar Mercury, Ira Bernstein, and Mort Marcus addressed the situation with Williams for the first time, saying they'd like to work with the host again. Mm-hmm. Then why y'all out her like that? It doesn't mean the next day, but we'll put it together and figure it out, Berenstein said. It's not like we have a plan B where we hit a button and it's back in a week, but we do have the desire to be in business with her. If she can come back and be healthy, and so does Fox. Hmm. 
Other than her health, she could have continued to keep doing it as long as she wanted. She was still getting a rating. She had a diehard audience that turned it into a profitable show, Marcus said Marcus. We are protecting the business while we waited for her. And at some point, we had to say we have a business to run and she's not here. It was a hard call. When reaching out for a comment on her show, final episode, Verizon did not immediately hear back from a publicist from Williams. I don't know how that happened, but, uh, okay, cool. All right. Let's talk about the allegations Because basically, from what I'm understanding and what I heard, that so I can't find no articles done with it, so I'm just gonna tell you where to see it. I just want it in red and white, okay? I'm not red and white. I just want it in black and white to prove that I'm able to see it. But I can't find it. People were saying some strange things in the end about Wendy Williams. Now, regardless if it's true or not, these are people account. I'm not a fly on the wall. I wasn't there. I can't say if it's true or not. But I do find it funny that she all of a sudden has a mental illness. I do find it funny all of a sudden all these people turned on her. Now, there's a lot of things that happened to her. She has had a lot of, had a lot of good difficulties as a, um, as a legend but there was allegations that came out from the staff saying that you know she was mentally ill they say you know that she was mean to certain staff members they say she was um they somebody said that she was in a room and she was being sexually suggestive to one of the staff members somebody some people even claimed that she Harass DJ Booth. But I saw DJ Booth at a party once. I ain't gonna talk about where or why. Uh, but he was at a party I went to last year. There's all these things they said about her. And they would have never said these things about her if she was still there. And that's the crazy part to me is that they would have never said anything about her like that if she was there. So why we're over here 
especially the word of people who, when they were getting paid by her, didn't say those things about her. So, for the remainder of the week, we will be talking about, we're going to talk about her start, how she got started, how she got started in radio, what made her famous, okay? Because this look is going to make me famous. Um, and we're going to talk about the downfall. We're going to talk about the divorce with her husband. We're going to talk about what people, rumors people have said about him. Because, honey, I found a whole video and they said this dude said this dude said that Kevin Hunter sexually assaulted him. A dude said that Kevin Hunter assaulted him. Um, so we're going to be talking about those things. We have to talk about the rumors and what's going on because that was what she was known for. Um, and then I'm going to get my little two-piece on what I think happened with Wendy Williams. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast with Wendy Williams week. Tomorrow, like I said, we're going to be talking about her beginnings, how she started um, in the entertainment industry. And, um, um, as a journalist, her going to school, all those things, just, we're going to just be talking about facts. And then of course, Wednesday, we're going to talk about her controversial radio career. Some of the rumors she put out there, honey, I found an old video about her spreading rumors about free on 106 and Park. So I hope you guys have a nice day and I hope you guys are staying cool and hydrated and I hope y'all have uh, learned how to build a house that can deal with earthquakes because we getting earthquakes here in Georgia. We had 30 of them over the weekend. That's crazy. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma. This is Eve's Walls of Day and I hope you, what you do in the dark will come to light. Well, Wendy Williams, she always brought everybody darkness into light. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so outie.